This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Guy Snoop, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous, Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramon! Welcome to the Treehouse. I'm Susie. And I'm Ivy. And it's episode 33 of Fort Worth Famous. That's wild. It, it is It is a little wild. And I'm also cracking up that we are, are working on the show notes like right now still as we're starting. Are you adding to the show notes I did. right now? <laughs> I was wondering what you were doing. Yeah. And we also just heard a very public breakup on the quad. It was yeah. awesome. That was probably your first to experience. Huh? It, it was. It was. It was great, man. She was laying into whoever was on the other end of that phone. That's pretty good. <laughs> Last night I couldn't sleep. So I was up until like five. Uh-huh. Because you slept a lot yesterday, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, also I was reading this book. We'll get to that. Oh. And um, mm-hmm. this like car went flying by and I thought there was going to be another public breakup on the quad. Wow. Wild stuff happens here. Yeah, yeah. Your apartments are way more... When I was living in an apartment, apartment living was um, in far north Fort Worth, basically in Keller, and it was very quiet. Every once in a while, somebody would drunkenly come home, and but it still wasn't arguments. It was just they were yelling. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. were drunk. <laughs> oh, no. Nothing exciting. Not these people. <laughs> They're always yelling. Always. The gr- There's no quiet fights in my apartment <laughs> complex. Nobody, nobody is minding their business, that's for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, they don't care who hears it at all. Not one bit. I love it. Love it. It's usually on a good, like, there's usually a good Saturday night fight, and mm-hmm. then there's a usually good, like, Sunday morning-ish mm-hmm argument (laughs) usually rolled over from the night before that's pretty funny that's awesome i wonder if all of the buildings are the same way you know what i mean like if they're all (laughs) if everybody hears all arguments all the time yeah like or if like every building is as dramatic as yours is oh no yeah i mean what's been going on with stacy and her boyfriend lately you know not as much arguing Interesting, but I can't tell if he's home or not. Actually, I know when he's home because at like seven a.m. the front door slams shut <laughs> when he's leaving for work, and I'm like, oh jeez, Stacy's boyfriend's leaving for work again. That is funny. I love that. They just don't. They don't have as many um, loud. Oh, they did argue the other day. What was I doing? And I was like, oh, Stacy and her boyfriend at it again. Nice. Anyways, I just can't imagine. I can't imagine wanting to be in a relationship with someone that I argued with like that, like that. I've gotten into arguments with my partners, but they haven't been yelling arguments really. Yeah. That's a lie. My last boyfriend yelled a lot. That was was not good. Anyway, and I'm out of it. See, see what I did there? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Okay. So I'm drinking this peach Celsius. It's delicious. Yeah, it's my favorite. But I have to tell you about this obsession. 
last night I went to go see our friend Mandy Hand play at the Grackle. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a little art gallery off of El Campo in Hewlin. So kind of close by here. Um, But it's a BYOB and like drinks and snacks. So um, I stopped at Central Market on Hewlin before I went and I was looking for something for Mandy and I. Um, Her husband was there, but I did not think he was going. So I was like, I'll just get a drink for me and Mandy. So I was looking at like the White Claws. (laughs) Like the big oh, old, boy. the big old forties of White Claw, you know, like forties like of White Claw. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> okay. So, and I'm like looking at them and I'm looking at like the hard seltzers and, you know, I'm trying to think wine, like maybe there would be a chilled rosé or something that I could take, like the little, you know, the bottles we could just knock back. But I came across this kombucha and I want to, um, pick, uh, get to my gallery real quick so I can make sure I'm saying the right the right words. It's called June Shine. And this particular one is a midnight painkiller. It has coconut, pineapple, orange, and nutmeg. And on the bottle or on the can, you'll notice it's upside down because it says turn over to activate the charcoal. So, and it was like 6% alcohol. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get this stuff. <laughs> This is probably the most hippie shit I've gotten in a long time. I mean, like hard kombucha. Like, who right. does that? <laughs> and with activated charcoal. That is what I'm over here thinking. <laughs> who does that? It was me. And it was delicious. And it came in a little six pack. And I really loved it. And I had two. Mandy had one. When I got in my car, I only had two cans. So somebody at that location stole one of my kombuchas. <laughs> But that's okay, because it's a community event, so I shouldn't say they stole it. And maybe it was Zach, because Zach Zanatich played, and I told him he could have one. <laughs> so maybe it was somebody I said, hey, you can have one of these. But anyways, it's delicious. I want to go back to Central Market and get lots more of these. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Obsession number one. What, well, have you, what have you been sessing about? I was awake last night in a couple... Well, I haven't been sleeping very well. Shocker. But <laughs> I've been awake and... Have you tried melatonin? Yeah, it doesn't work. Okay. It makes me fall asleep, but it doesn't keep me asleep. Oh, okay. So um, falling asleep is not really my problem. It's, it's staying, staying asleep. asleep. Okay. So I was up last night reading... Mm-hmm. The second book in this series that Allison, Katie, and I are reading. It's called A Court of Thorn and Roses. Mm-hmm. And it's all over TikTok. It's all over like everything. I was at um, the chat room the other day, ran into our friend Juma Spears. He was hanging out with girl Claire. She had a book in her purse. And I was like, what are you reading? And she pulls it out. And I was like, is that the one about the fairies and all the sex? <laughs> oh, Jesus. She's all, yeah, it's spicy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's what my kids say. <laughs> so I'm going to guess she's around your age. <laughs> well, for some reason, that's been like the the thing you say about books is like there's like a spice level. Okay. Because you'll get busted on the internet for saying like sex. Yeah. Gotcha. So you had, they said somebody, somebody had to decide what the word was going to be. So spicy is the one that it is. So it, does it go from like jalapeno, which is kind of mild to hatch, not hatched ghost chili? Well, it's just by emojis. So it's the number of red peppers. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So 
I mean, I don't know. I think I just read the spiciest part of it and it was probably like a three. Okay. So this is what the girl said too. She's like, it's not as spicy as I thought it was going to be based on what people were saying. Based on what people were saying. I mean, okay. This, the part that I just read did get pretty like, even I was like, whoa. (laughs) But I would say overall the book, like, Uh it's not like I've been just reading one porno scene after another. Uh Like really there is a plot. Yeah. That's going on. Yeah. (laughs) It's not just like they're banging it out all the time. How funny. I remember being like a teenager and grandma always read um, like Harlequin romances, Mm -hmm. like period romances, you know, the kind with the guy with the flowing hair on the cover and the girl in the dress with the boobs. And I was reading through one day and I was like, holy crap, what is all of this? I had no clue about any of that and I was like I would skip the pages because I was like so embarrassed I was mortified and I was like my mom is reading porn (laughs) my mom is reading porn and then going to church on Sunday like nothing has happened (laughs) eating her Hershey's chocolate which she would hide in her side drawer of her nightstand Mm -hmm. I'd have to go in there and steal it yeah so I mean but it is very good it's very good the first one took me a while to get into, and everybody told me it was going to take me a while to get into. Mm-hmm. Katie and Allison both were like, don't give up on it. Like, oh, okay. it does get better. Okay. So, and it was rough. The beginning was rough. <laughs> um, but I finally, like, finished that last weekend, so this week I was reading it. This week I drove to the Parks Mall, which is the only place in all of 50 Mile Radius that had the books. So here's my beef with that. You drove to the Parks Mall just right by my house and didn't even stop and say hello it was 8 30 at night well i don't go to bed i'm not 80 well i needed to go to bed actually i needed to go home and read (laughs) my feelings were a little hurt you knew that's what i was doing i know i was just kidding my feelings weren't hurt i was just trying to you know be a bus driver on that guilt trip no i won't allow it (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not so so but it's a good book It's a good book. I'm almost done with the second one. Luckily, I bought the third one while I was there. Wow. But I was in, let me tell you. You speed read through number two. Yeah. Well, Katie and Allison both told me two gets way better. Okay. And two did start with like a bang. Like you go right into it. Like a literal bang? Wink, wink. Nudge, Uh, nudge. No. I mean, I think there was like a hint of it. Like a, (laughs) there was like a. Like a this is what they went and did that night, but it wasn't like explicit. Um, gotcha. Okay. But so the first book I bought, I didn't know if I was gonna like it. So I bought it in paperback. Okay. The second and third books, I went to go buy the other day and mm-hmm. I had a dilemma. I called Katie because I had a first of all, wait, I have beef. The Carl's <laughs> Jr. the Carl's Jr. in Arlington closed. No. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I'll stop at the Parks Mall. I'll get these books. I'll stop and get a Western bacon cheeseburger. I'll drive home. It'll be great. The best burger on the planet. Right. I don't care what anybody says about Rodeo Goat or Fred's or any of the best burgers in Fort Worth. You cannot go wrong with a Western bacon cheeseburger. A Western bacon cheeseburger is the best burger on the planet. I know you don't. (laughs) I actually loathe bacon. Right. Um, it's a magical combination, though. Oh, my gosh. It's like the barbecue sauce and, and the, the onion, onion ring. ring. Yeah. 
Anyways, so I was so sad about that. Anyways, I go into the store. I know the Barnes and Noble is about to close because they were closing at eight. I had to like race to the to the mall. Mm -hmm. And I get to the table that it has all the books out because everybody's buying these books. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, shit, (laughs) because four, the fourth book just came out. Oh, so it's only available in hardcover. in hardcover. Ooh, so did you get two, three, and four, or did you just get four? I only bought I mean, two, two and three. three because I'm kind of hoping that maybe the fourth one will be paperback by the time <laughs> by the time I finish mm-hmm. reading the third one. Although with how fast I read the second one, I have my doubts. Right, and then I was like, "Well, I could borrow because Katie also." had a hard time with this mm-hmm. and she just needed the book so <laughs> so because katie went all in on the first one and she bought the set oh wow and she was like well we're either gonna like it or or we're giving it to half price books yeah which so it she, would be a bummer so she went all in and got the set mm-hmm. which obviously all came in paperback so then my pro- my dilemma at barnes and noble that night was okay so do i buy the fir- do I buy all four of them hardback right now? And then I just have two copies of the first one. Or do I hope that the fourth one comes out in paperback soon enough? Well, it should be out in paperback if Katie was able to get it in paperback, nope, right? Katie bought it in hardback. Oh, I thought you said so now paperback. She's got three paperbacks and one hardback. And I'm about to be in the same boat. Oh, okay. And Dang. Allison's the only smart one because she's been listening to the audiobooks. <laughs> I'm sure she would love to know that she is the only smart one. <laughs> <laughs> well, she got a hold of them. I mean, she like blew through them because she could just listen to it. Yeah. That would be funny to hear somebody read the spicy scenes. I, I would. That would be funny. Yeah. That would be really funny. <laughs> um. Anyways, so I don't know what to do. Well, let's just I'm probably going to buy pray. the fourth one as hardcover. And mm-hmm. then it's because look, listen, the problem was either going to be this either two, three and four. We're all going to be hardback or one, two and three. We're all going to be paperback. Mm-hmm. And really what I should have done is just bought them all as hardbacks and sold my paperback copy. Yep. Yeah. Mm. It's well, all right. It's not too late. <laughs> <laughs> you already bought two and three. Can you take books back? Can you like take it back to Barnes and Noble and be like, you can return books. Interesting. I don't know why you would. I do like though that in the airport now, Mm -hmm. you can buy your book at one airport and take it to another airport and like swap it out for the next one, a different one. Interesting. Or like basically like sell it back to them. Okay. That's, that's, that is pretty cool. Because, you know, sometimes you go to the airport, you forget your book at home. <clears throat> yeah. you got to buy one in the airport. I buy the Reader's Digest. I love a good Reader's Digest on an airplane. I don't know what it is about the combination of Reader's Digest, the little snack packs, some water or Coca-Cola, whatever it is. I love it. Love <laughs> it. It's so much fun. I read all the jokes. There's sometimes I'm reading those jokes and I'm laughing so hard. I'm worried about the people around me because they're like, is this woman, has she lost her head? When I was in the airport one time, I bought Mindy Kaling's book. Uh Uh-huh. Is everyone having fun without me? Uh Uh-huh. 
I laughed so hard on the airplane. <laughs> I thought somebody was going to be like, there's something very wrong with this girl. Yeah. I was just like cracking up laughing the whole time. And it's just so good. Like, <laughs> and then when you get like tickled like that, like it's not like a cute little giggle. Like it's oh, no. I'm, like I'm guffawing. Like yeah. it's the worst. Like I'm like snorting. I'm trying yes. not to laugh. My face like, is red. Yeah. I'm sweating. It's a disaster. <laughs> I'm usually by the window, so I'm like looking at the window, just like convulsing. <laughs> it's the worst. I'm like I'm, I think I'm best. really making it worse because I'm trying to hide that I'm laughing when really I should just like crack up laughing. <laughs> yeah, you probably really should. It's like when I watch a sad movie on the airplane, which I don't often do, mm-hmm. but sometimes I do. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like sobbing on the airplane. And I'm like, <laughs> like trying to wipe the tears. Oh, man. One time I did my makeup on the airplane. I've done it multiple times. But one time I was doing my makeup on the airplane and... uh Right as I had laid it all out on the tray, the person in front of me just... Whoosh, whoosh. Oh, No. Oh, that's the worst. I was so pissed. Mm-hmm. I was like, this lady is the bane of my existence because <laughs> now my mirror is like at a weird angle. What am I going to do? Yep. One time I was on an early morning flight to go visit grandma and grandpa. Southwest Airlines for the win. Boop, boop. And I'm sitting between these two dudes who are friends. You know, hey, what are you doing? I'm going, you know, visit my family, blah, 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 blah. And the lady comes by. She's like, hey, can I get you all anything to drink? And dude orders like a bloody mary or something and he's like would you like one too and i'm like hell yeah I'd like a bloody mary it's like seven o'clock in the morning Mm-mm. and the entire plane trip these fools next to me are just drinking 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 but i had my little bloody mary but it was fun the drunkest i've ever been on, i've ever seen on a plane <laughs> i've never been i was like i've never drunk on a plane <laughs> um was when I flew to Vegas one time mm-hmm. at like 11 o'clock at night on a Thursday. <laughs> it's going up on a Thursday. Uh, Lisa and I had just returned from a trip to New York. Mm-hmm. And then I think I came home for like a day. And then the next night I went back to the airport and flew to Vegas to meet Allison. Mm-hmm. So we landed at Vegas at like, I don't know, it's probably like midnight. Mm-hmm. Um 1230-ish, mm-hmm. I guess, right when the party is starting. <laughs> so the party started on the airplane for some of those people. Interesting. And I was like, my goodness. Yeah, the most drunk I saw someone, I was in Albuquerque, flying home, family family pass, so you're on standby. And I was stuck. I, I was stuck. I think I had called you, everybody, and was like, I'm just stuck in the airport. I'm not going to be making it home tonight. Hopefully I'll make it home tomorrow. I was a nervous wreck. And this plane's taking off. I'm like looking for a safe place to sleep for the night in the terminal. And then they're like, Susan Anderson, can you please come to the kiosk? And I'm like, go walking up there. This drunk guy comes. He's yelling and screaming off the plane. And and they're like, we can get you home tonight. I like started to cry. I was so happy. And then then I realized I had to get on the plane with all of his friends. And I was a little nervous. And I like got on and I apologized, which is odd. Uh huh. Right? Because it's not your fault. Yeah. He got kicked off the plane. Right. And well, and that's you know, for his, his belligerence. Yeah, that's what his friend said. They were like, it's okay. It's not your fault. And I was like, okay. And I was again in a middle seat uh, in the party. And I was like, Ugh. well, I'm just going to read my book. 
just gonna, I'm just gonna read my book. Well, my Reader's Digest. Oh boy, <laughs> wild, right? I do sometimes read magazines, but I feel like I get just as bored. Like they entertain me for like a second, and then I'm like, next. Oh no, because there's like games in um in the Reader's Digest. Mm-hmm. There's a crossword puzzle, and there's like a like a word game where you kind of you have to guess what the meaning of the word is, and you know. I don't do the Sudoku, Sudoku, Sococo, whatever it's called, <laughs> the, the number thing. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I don't like that one. Not one bit. Lara, I usually take my logic puzzles with me. Lara does those in pen. Oh, so does Allison. Woof, woof. You guys, you guys who do those Sococo thingies in pen. <laughs> I think it's Sudoku. <laughs> whatever. You guys are amazing. <laughs> Bold of you to yeah. do that. I did a logic puzzle in pen one time because I couldn't find a pencil and I was like sweating. <laughs> I'm like making notes in the margins because I'm like trying to check myself mm-hmm. because I like the ones where you have to line up like, okay, if this person is this color and this person is that color, then this person is not this color or that color. Like mm-hmm. those ones. Yeah. Oh, but I only had a pen and I was like I was losing it a little. Yeah, yeah. Logic puzzles are really fun, though. Other than the so, well, gee, go. <laughs> We're gonna move on before you have a stroke. Yeah. So, um, another thing I've been really obsessed with, um, my front flower garden has been empty for years. It's just been full of weeds. Whatever grows in there grows in there. It could be anything. It looks kind of like it's creeping fig, but I don't know that it is. Um, so Texas native plants. I am into and I want to put them in there because when you plant native plants, they you, you don't have to worry about watering them or trimming them because they just grow the way they're going to grow. They're meant to grow here in Texas, so they're perfect. And uh, the Native Plant Society is having a big sale in Arlington on May the 8th, which mm-hmm. is my dear mom's birthday. And you know the number one native plant in Texas? Rosemary. I was going to say. And I am so upset. Because you are a bringer of death to rosemary plants? Yeah. So I've been talking to people who have beautiful rosemary plants, bushes in their homes, yards, wherever they've got them. And I'm like, what's your secret? And they're like, we literally do nothing. Like they buy the rosemary plant and they put it in the ground. That's my number one error. I never have put it in the ground. And it just grows. <laughs> so I'm going to try it. <laughs> You're like the Grim Reaper for rosemary plants. I, I know. I don't know if it's that my mom has cursed me or <laughs> what. But I cannot, I cannot keep a rosemary plant alive. Like I killed one that had been alive in the care of someone else for years. I killed it within a weekend. <laughs> like, I don't even know. I don't know what I did wrong. But there's all sorts of little small shrubs, medium shrubs, large shrubs. So I'm going to get a bunch of plants. I'm gonna, I am gonna, I'm going to get a rosemary and put it right by my front door to keep the fairies out. And then I'm going to get these other ones and kind of plant them in that little planter. And I'm just going to give it to God, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully they Maybe do you well. You should put like a little Persephone statue in the front. Like, yeah, yeah, I think I will. <laughs> be like, please, 
a little St. Francis of Assisi, a little bird bath. I don't know. Oh my know. God, I'm done. <laughs> I can't with you. So, <laughs> your turn. <laughs> okay, we might have already touched on this last week when I was rehashing um, some issues that I have. But <laughs> I am actually obsessed with this Morphe foundation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so obsessed with it. It's so dewy. It like sits in my skin perfectly. Is this the hint of marshmallow? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. It angers me because of the <laughs> name. And I think we did talk about it because the thing that makes me the angriest is that it's such a perfect match. But mm -hmm. I, more importantly, I'm obsessed with the way that it like sits on my skin. Mm -hmm. Like it feels like it's not really there. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, it obsessed looks great. It. Thank you. You're also welcome. today I tried um, Benefit Their Real Mascara mm -hmm. because all my makeup is down in my car and I didn't want to go get it. So I was using like what I had. It's hot today. You might want to go right. get it. Okay. So I used what I had in the house. Which is a lot, y'all. Which is still a lot of makeup. Don't, don't, don't get her wrong. It's not the bare minimum that we're working with in the house. Right. <laughs> but um, I usually only have like one or two mascaras at a time. Uh-huh. So I was using the Maybelline High Sky High Mascara. The first time I used it, I hated it. I didn't like it. I didn't understand why everybody was so obsessed with it. But then I was like, okay, I kind of get it. Mm -hmm. This one that I'm wearing today, this Benefit They're Real, I... Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, it's pretty. Thank you. You're welcome. So I like it. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, I'm I'm obsessed. Do you use a a, a primer before you put on your foundation? Do I do. You, do you use that like benefit one? No, I use the Fenty Beauty one. <clears throat> I really I, I like the Benefit Pore for Pore Professional. professional. Mm -hmm. I really like that one a lot. I, love I like it. the hydrating one. I like mm -hmm. the regular one. I like there's another one that they have that is really good. The hydrating one I like a little more than the than the regular one. Um just because my skin is so dry. But like you, I that skin tint just glides on mm -hmm. and it feels good and I feel like it looks good because it does it's not thick at yeah. all. Like and I even used regular old CC cream the other day and I was like, ooh. This is full coverage, but it's oh, brother. <laughs> not full but coverage, it's, but it's CC not cream. <clears throat> no. All right. Sorry. Keep going. Well, anyways, there is this new foundation that I want to try. It's the Milani cream to powder foundation okay. sold out everywhere. Hmm. Actually, I had it in my cart in my Ulta bag and on my app. Mm -hmm. And I guess I got distracted and forgot. Anyways, I logged on yesterday because Ulta's having the spring haul sale. Oh, I was wondering when their next sale was. So. Pacifica's on sale for 30% off. There's a whole bunch of like brands that we like that are super on sale. So I was mm -hmm. like loading up my cart. And I was like, oh, I'll get the Milani mm -hmm. cream to blush, cream to powder foundation while I'm here. Nope. Sold out. Dang. Apparently, it might be in stock at the Walgreens right by my house. Oh, Okay. But I cannot confirm that because I couldn't find the color that I need. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Because I have a Milani Conceal and Perfect 2-in-1 foundation. Mm -hmm. And I wear shade 00B. <laughs> <laughs> Which turns out is light. <laughs> but it's not porcelain and it's not whatever the other white one is. Mm -hmm. Hint um, of marshmallow. <laughs> 
Were you happy with yourself? For I was. Long? I was real happy with that one. <laughs> um, and so I was trying to like compare what color I need because the cream to blush doesn't have the zeros or cream to powder doesn't have the zeros. Mm-hmm. It just has the color mm-hmm. name. And I was like, well, dang, I don't know. Because the one that I use for Milani, it fits me perfectly. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's called light. <laughs> nice. Um, but we'll see. Because if I go get it and I like it, then that might be. It's powder <clears throat> foundations, though. I can't do. I my can't do because my skin's too dry. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, that's yep. my... That's my latest makeup found. <laughs> my latest makeup <laughs> obsession. That's awesome. You've got one more obsession listed. Oh, yes. Most important thing that happened to me lately is that Taylor Swift <laughs> re-released the... She's re-releasing all the original albums she recorded. Awesome. Because of um, some record oh, label that's right. drama. Yes. 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 And so to keep the old record label from being able to make money off of her old songs, she has re-recorded them on her new record label and she's releasing them again. I like it. And to make them even more fun, she has also released songs from like, she's calling it from the vault because they're songs that she wanted on the album, but they didn't make the album. Mm -hmm. So there's new songs that we haven't heard before and then there's old songs that we have obviously known and loved mm-hmm. so she did fearless first nice yes um and then i have seen rumors because taylor swift always drops like hints about what she's yes. doing yes um so i've seen rumors that i think speak now is the next one cool which speak now is one of my favorite albums mm-hmm. other than 1989 which i think was a great one but um so when we were playing games the other night, we're mm-hmm. all talking to each other and Courtney says to me, what's your favorite song off the album? And what's your favorite song from the vault? Or she says, what's your favorite re-release and what's your favorite song from the vault? That's cute. And I was like, oh my gosh. Well, I love, I've always loved Jump Then Fall. Like it's my, fa- it's always been one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs. And mm-hmm. then she, um, released a song from the vault called Mr. Perfectly Fine, which has been on the radio a lot lately because uh-huh. she dropped it a little bit before the album mm-hmm. like a day before the album so everybody could listen to that one first gotcha anyways that one just makes me laugh because it's like she's like here i am upset and you're perfectly fine but it's about joe jonas and everybody knows it's about joe jonas <laughs> awesome so it's kind of funny to listen to those songs now and be mm-hmm. like we know who it's about and she's yeah. obviously over it but it's so now it's kind of funny yeah anyways so courtney poses it to me like that and i'm like oh well um and while i'm like thinking about it brian was like the black cauldron probably is my favorite from the vault <laughs> <laughs> oh and my Katie, gosh that is awesome Katie's like they're talking about taylor's or i was like no i think my favorite i think my favorite song is jump them fall and brian was like we're talking about two different things <laughs> And Katie's like, yeah, they're talking about Taylor Swift. You're, You're talking, talking about the Disney, Disney vaults. <laughs> well, he did love those those vault releases. Yeah. Yeah. So well, then we started a whole conversation about what's your favorite re-release and what's your favorite from the vault is. Obviously, my favorite from the vault is Sleeping Beauty. Obviously. Um, but I forgot the Black Cauldron is like, it is actually really good. It's, it is. And but it's the, one of Brian's very favorite movies. At first I said... 
maybe Sword in the Stone was my favorite from mm-hmm. the vault. Robin Hood. Oh, Robin Hood is so good. Oh, yeah. That's my, um, my favorite from the vault. But I was like, well, but Sword in the Stone is like a trip. Like it's yeah. like a bad acid trip. Yeah, it's a fun acid trip because <laughs> it's a good one. I love it. I love that movie. The Sword Brian, of the Stone's a good Brian's one. Brian's like, you remember when Merlin just gets mad and he like packs up his stuff and he's like, fine, I'm out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. He's like, you don't want to be king. You want to just be squire. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, he's not putting up with any bullshit. Not, not, a, like, not even oh, a little. Yeah, I forgot about that. But then I did see um, this account on Instagram that was talking about like, who's your favorite between all of these different versions of things. And then one of them was, which, which is your favorite sidekick? And Archimedes was on there. Dude. And I was like, oh, I always forget about Archimedes when I'm thinking about like, sidekicks from right? Disney movies. Right, because you're thinking like Flounder or the yeah. little raccoon. My favorite are obviously Flounder and um, Pascal. <laughs> oh yeah, Pascal. That's his name. <laughs> I, said, I said the two, I couldn't remember the raccoon's name. <laughs> um, oh, what is the raccoon's name? Flick is the hummingbird. Or is Flick the... No, Flick is the hummingbird. Flick is the hummingbird. Uh, anyway, it's okay. It doesn't matter. Anyways, but I was like, oh, Archimedes. But then, yeah. so then we were talking about like um, Disney vault movies and re-releases. That's awesome. And of the re-releases, my favorites are probably Beauty and the Beast, the live action. Okay. And Maleficent, but the second one, not the first one. Oh, interesting. I don't think I watched the second one. I watched the first one and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Is the second one one that does more of her as a little girl? Um. Well, in the second one, Aurora and um, Prince Philip are getting married. Okay. And Prince Philip's mom is a little psycho. Michelle Pfeiffer, though. Oh, nice. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, dang it. My phone closed. So, anyways, I've been blasting Taylor Swift. You would think I'm going through a breakup of my own right now with the amount <laughs> that I'm, like, blasting Taylor Swift. But Allison tweeted the other day, and she was like, it's making me, like, nostalgic for high school, because that's when, that's oh, how old yeah. we were when that CD came out. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, uh, some of it does, like, remind me of... There are songs that I remember thinking, like, it kind of reminds me of somebody while I'm listening to it. And Gee, I wonder who. Could have been anybody with that album. Yeah. I was, like, a sophomore <laughs> in high school. I was going through In a, love with the world. I was going through a lot. <laughs> so, That's pretty funny. I like it. I like it a lot. So I'm excited for the, the other albums. And I'm excited to see what else she drops. Cool. Because she is doing some new songs that I haven't heard. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I like I like Taylor Swift a lot. I do. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, unproblematic, right? Yeah. Speaking of unproblematic, big time rush, <laughs> <laughs> the most unproblematic boy band that has ever existed. Yeah, you can now watch reruns of the of their show on Netflix. Oh my gosh, how fun is that? <laughs> I used to watch a lot of with Max and Bella when they were little. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. I like it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've been sessing about. I loved it when Juma said that. You know what I've been sessing about? Check out these socks. They're not much to look at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just one of the best. Uh, I've ran into him a few times at chat since our show. And every time I see him, we start talking about the show. And whoever's around, they're like, what are you guys talking about? And then we say this episode. 
we're both like, oh my gosh, you have to, to like download it and listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> and people, people like pull it up on their phone right then oh, and nice. download it so that they can listen to it. I should look at the stats for that episode. Yeah, it's pretty good. He was, he's funny, man. So, but <clears throat> trying to think also what about what I've been up to lately. I've been spending um, money. I've, I've got money for refinancing my house um, mm-hmm. um, for like home improvements and stuff. I've spent that money five million different ways. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but like in some of them are completely, um, what is that? Like, I, I can't do it. Like, I've been looking at smeg refrigerators. <laughs> what? They're like smug refrigerator. They're like these retro refrigerators that are really super nice. Oh, okay. And they're like (laughs) $4,000. Cannot justify. So I went on to Lowe's and Home Depot instead of like William Sonoma. (laughs) And (laughs) I found this really cute retro refrigerator. And the thing too is that they're like, they're smaller than these monstrosities that people are putting into their homes now that are like 25, 26 cubic feet. I found one that's 12 cubic feet and it's retro and it's super cute for like $600. That one I can do. And as soon as I'm ready to pull the trigger, it could be at my house in just a couple days. Oh, okay. I found one that's like a Robin's egg blue. It's so It's going to clash with your yellow cabinets. It sure will. <laughs> but I'm hopefully getting rid of those yellow cabinets. That's another way I've spent the money in my head is like redoing my kitchen but I'm, I'm like, I can't totally redo my kitchen. But if I start to redo it, like, am I going to have to redo the whole thing? And how much will that cost? Because a re- kitchen remodel is like $20,000 all on its own. So I can't, I obviously cannot do that. So I can get a new refrigerator. So I'll probably get like black or metal, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever that color is called. I know it's not called metal, but you know what I'm talking about. Um. But I have been, I've been making myself laugh because I like, I, I'm looking at outdoor furniture. I'm looking at trips. Like I, I've planned this great trip to California in my head where like I fly into LA and I drive up to Pismo, stay there a few days, go up to Morro Bay, you know, drive through Ventura, do Santa Barbara, that whole thing. Drive over to Yosemite because I haven't been in years. Mm-hmm. Spend a couple days in Yosemite and then drive back down to LA, visit my friends and then fly home. Like I'd be gone like a week, maybe a little longer because, but in my, in my head, like, I'm like, this is perfect. So <laughs> I called Aunt Nancy yesterday and I'm like, what do you think? When, when can we do this this year? She was like, I can't think that far out. And I was like, oh, fine. But, <laughs> but so maybe it'll happen. I, I want it to, I want it to happen real bad. I was talking about wanting to go to, um, the Monterey Bay Aquarium the other day. Oh Yeah. Not that their social media doesn't keep me mm-hmm. basically enthralled there, but I love their social media. It is so good. <laughs> um, the other social media that's super good is the Sacramento History Museum. Oh yeah, I, I'm freaking obsessed with it. I've been I followed them on Instagram uh-huh. at, under your recommendation. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's so good. Love it. Um, yeah. I don't know. We've been we've been working on this trip to California for my birthday. Mm-hmm. So I purchased us our first T-shirt. Nice. To where it says nobody likes a shady beach. <laughs> and it makes me so happy. Here's the thing. I like a shady beach because I get sunburned. I like the heat. I don't like the sun. No. 
I want to just, Courtney sent me this uh, video last night and he was like, is this guy and he's laying in, he's like trying to tan. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what are you doing outside? It's like 60 degrees and a UV index of like four. You're not going to get tan <laughs> like that. And he was like, listen, this makes me feel better to lay out here in the sun, feel like I'm getting my life together because when I'm tan, the world makes sense. <laughs> Man, my friend Andrea needs to hear that. That is her philosophy for sure. I just, um, it just made me happy. <laughs> and the problem is that I will burn, but yeah, who cares? <laughs> um, so I got us those. Courtney and I the other night were up. Um, I'd had like a really bad day at work. So I was talking to Courtney and uh, we were looking at like t-shirts for um, Universal Studios and Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And we found quite a few that we really liked, but the one that just had me dying laughing was, um, this Olaf t-shirt that says, I don't even know a Samantha. <laughs> and it was so, it's so, it's so entertaining to me because for those of you who don't know, I have a cousin named Samantha <laughs> who mm-hmm. most of the time I try to pretend doesn't exist. <laughs> um, but I was laughing so hard. Nice. Um, and then I sent it to Katie and said, do we need this? And Katie said, of course we do. So that's the kind of support I need in my life. <laughs> that's awesome. I uh, love it. Courtney was like, we can't wear that. We'll get in trouble. And I was like, how would they know? <laughs> They're going to know. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> so um, I don't know. We'll see. We found some good ones. We still have to wait to see if the parks are even going to open to yeah. like everybody. Because right now they're open to California residents only, right? Yes. So I don't know how long they're planning on doing that. I know California is working on like their reopening process. So mm-hmm. they're kind of, they're still keeping it pretty tight, but we'll see. Awesome. Very cool. Um, yeah. yeah. I what, mean, worst what, case, if it, if we can't go, then we're just going to hang out at the beach, which mm-hmm, is nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. When I was in my head planning this fantasy trip to California and I was thinking about like all of the places I want to go. So I, I, I want to fly into LA so that I can drive up through some of the places that I want to go like Ventura there's, and then Santa Barbara. And I was cracking up because I was watching, I don't know, TV yesterday. It was kind of on in the background as I was doing some housework. And um, they were calling Santa Barbara the Riviera of California. And I was like, interesting i was like what and it's because you can see the mountains the coastal mountains and the the beach and i was like oh, that's dumb <laughs> I was like, that's so stupid and the guy on the the show was like and at this restaurant you can have ooh. i was like you're not that bougie but i guess maybe they are my experience with santa barbara is far more hippie like we would go <laughs> i'm telling you we would go to santa barbara Often as as a kid, because it was you know forty five minutes away, and my mom loved Santa Barbara, and um, but we would go to like these like health food stores and get like you know protein shakes and all of the good healthy food, and then we would find like plant markets, (laughs) and we would go to um, furniture places and art stores and like, so it wasn't a bougie experience; it was a very Mimi experience. <laughs> That's how I feel when people are like, um, have you ever been to Solving? Yeah. I'm like, I mean, yeah, I've been a couple times and it is cute. Like mm-hmm. there's, but I'm just like, 
what an yeah. odd thing to ask me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Of all the towns in California, Solvang's the one that, I mean, I do like it, but I'm yeah. like, my grandma loves it there. So. Oh, yeah. 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 And, and Grandma Cland used to, we would drive to Solvang first for Able Skeevers and then secondly for um, the, these little um, anise candies. So a little black licorice, but they're red candy little squares. She would, she would load up on those. And every time I would go to my grandma's, I was straight to the candy dish for those little Anna squares. I loved them. But I like my my solving experiences were mostly with Grandma Clan. Mm-hmm. Grandma and Grandpa Clan. And so, I mean, because even as an adult, it's funny because we lived so close. But it's one of those things you live so close, you don't ever go. Right. You know what I mean? And I remember thinking we would go and I would be like, oh, my gosh, this place is so cute. It's so great. And I was like. And then just completely forget about it the rest of the time. <laughs> Yesterday I was reading this article about uh, weekend vacation weekend vacation spots across the U.S. Mm-hmm. And um, Santa Cruz was on the list. Oh, Santa Cruz is a good one. And it was like, you know, this like hippie little town that yeah. it's just like whimsical. And then there's the pier and the beach. And I was like, I don't And the jetty. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I mean, I remember going to Santa Cruz and the stinking boardwalk song has always stuck in my head. Yeah. But. Dude, uh, one of my favorite memories is when your dad, it would be like a Friday morning and he'd be like, nobody's going to work. Nobody's going to school. We're going to the beach. And we would drive to Santa Cruz because it was <laughs> one of the closest ones that he could surf at. And it was so much fun. It was such a good time. Yeah. I'm getting Brian that little Grom t-shirt. <laughs> he was so cute in that thing. Little grommet. So. Little sleepy head. Yeah, I'm a little tired. Sorry. That is okay. So this morning with this refrigerator obsession that I've had, I was like, I need to clean out my freezer. I, I think it every time I open my freezer. And so I'm like, I need to do this thing. So I um literally filled an entire garbage bag with stuff from my freezer. And... <laughs> I was embarrassed like well and I think all the time that I'm gonna make myself smoothies I've got one of those you know you know the the kind magic bullet (laughs) Uh uh-huh I'll get it out and so I buy all this like frozen chopped up fruit and like fresh bananas and oat milk or whatever and don't do a thing with it and so, I mean, I had fruit in there that was probably like two or three years old. Ew. Mom. I know. It was embarrassing. And then lots of like, what was it? Easter last year, Brian asked for a pork chop for breakfast. And so I had the other pork chop just in, you know, like a freezer bag. But when am I ever going to eat a pork chop? <laughs> Never. I don't like pork chops. <laughs> I, I like bacon and I like sausage. But pork chops themselves... I don't know. It's just something weird about them. <laughs> <laughs> when when I was a little kid, though, my grandma Cland again, she she was a huge influence on my life. She would make these pork chops that were smothered, like she would chop up a sweet onion and use cream of mushroom soup and some milk, and she would you would cook the pork chops in this deliciousness that I like. But I haven't made that. Since you guys were, teeny. I was like, I think I kind of remember eating that once. It was so good, but like because it was real oniony, that's why it was so good. <laughs> but like, anyway, so yeah, I got rid of 
of all of this stuff and I've got like all this room in my freezer. So that's why I'm thinking I could go down to like a 12 cubic foot refrigerator freezer. I think I could do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could. Yes. Yep. Um, speaking of weird foods. So I went to BJ's with my sister and my dad and my stepmom the other night. I love that place. I went there with Tina Mac the other day. The same exact BJ's. I went at the mall. Wow. Mm -hmm. So we met up there um, and we were trying to figure out what to eat. And my dad is always ordering calamari now everywhere we go, which is no. Why would you do that in Texas? I mean, unless you're down at the coast. I don't know. Anyways, so I was like losing my mind over that. But then I'm like trying to... um, Look at the menu, and you know I have, like, an aversion to mashed potatoes. Yes. Because I feel like I'm choking on them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After, like, three bites, I can't do it anymore. Anyways, I guess that was the first time I had, like, announced that <laughs> at the table. My stepmom's, like, looking at me, and she's like, you are so weird. <laughs> so, because I was like, well, I really want this Parmesan chicken, but I don't want the mashed potatoes and Katie's like, we'll get something else. And then I was like, okay, but I want the Mac and cheese. But then she reminded me that they switched the Mac and cheese of BJ's from the spiral noodles to couscous. And I ordered the couscous Mac and cheese Mm -mm. and it wasn't good. No, that would not, why that was a bad decision. I know. So she's like, don't get that because you're going to be upset and you're not going to want it. And I was like, you don't know. So I swapped it for broccoli, but they didn't even bring me my broccoli. It was a whole debacle when we were there. But then we went to get snow cones. <laughs> and um, I don't think I've had a snow cone in years because I don't really like them. Mm-hmm. But the Bahama Bucks ones are like shaved ice instead of the crunchy ice. Yeah. And so they That's hold a the little better. better. Mm-hmm. Anyways, my dad, my dad got cherry Coke one, a cherry Coke one, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting that he did that. Did you get tiger's blood? I got pink lemonade. Oh, okay. Because um, I was like real full and I didn't really. But Katie got pickle. I was going to say, did she get pickle? And watermelon. Ew. Which looked horrendous. But actually when I tasted it, wasn't that bad. Let me tell you something. That is what the pickles and Kool-Aid taste like. Remember when we had that discussion and you were like, I hate the thought of that? Yeah. That's what those pickles taste like. In the Kool-Aid, they taste like the shaved ice thing. Oh, but- I, it was wild. <laughs> it was wild. First, I just tried the pickle side and I was like, okay, I could see why you would get pickle. Like, because Katie loves pickles. Mm-hmm. And then when I was like, okay, let me taste it with like a, just a smidge of this watermelon in there. She says I didn't get enough of the watermelon, but I was like, this is the weirdest thing. But then Ayla got pina colada. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And when dad was done with his uh, Coke one, well, he didn't finish it. But Ayla was like, you want to try this? So my dad took a bite of Ayla's pina colada one and <laughs> I thought he was going to spit it out. Oh, really? So we all tasted it. It was very like waxy tasting. Ew. It was very weird, but I really thought dad was going <laughs> to lose <laughs> Just let it fall out of his mouth. Face, he was like, "Oh my god, (laughs) that's horrendous." (laughs) 
Oh, poor Michael. I know, my poor dad. It was so <laughs> funny, though. And then I was like, I don't want to taste it because I watched my dad and Katie both taste it and both of them freak out. And Ayla was like, come on, you have to. It was bad. Oh, man. It was bad. Man. But my pink lemonade one, perfect. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. But I'm picturing those, you know, those wax candy, like Coca-Cola bottles, you know, and you would bite off the oh, top of yeah, the wax yeah, yeah. and drink the juice inside. That's what I'm picturing in my head that that's what it. It tasted like um, surf wax. <laughs> Which I know this is going to be really weird for all y'all, but it's something that kids in California do. They chew on surf wax like it's bubble gum and then just spit it out when they're done. <laughs> it tasted like surf wax. That's it was disgusting. funny. <laughs> Mr. Zog's sex wax is dad typically was the like, one people chew on. Dad was like, it, it's, I mean, Ayla's like, what did you think it was? And he's like, I was expecting more piña, less colada. <laughs> oh my God. That was the best day of my life. Oh, that's I awesome. I was up. I was like, you guys are nut jobs and normally we don't go get snow cones normally we go to like andy's and we get frozen custard yeah i don't know why we picked snow cones but <laughs> i was dying that's Dad. awesome dad's face was the best <laughs> anyways um and then we uh we played overwatch friday night mm-hmm. but we played um this campaign version that okay. only four people could play. So it was when it was just me, Courtney, Brian, and Tirza were all online. Mm-hmm. Bubba was, Kyle was busy in Guam. Okay. So he could not play games with us that night. And softball started back up, right? Yep. So Katie and Nick were at softball until they got home and then they did start playing with us. And then, uh, so it was just the four of us online at that so point. So did that campaign mode? Yeah. And the thing about that is you learn like the backstory of the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to play certain people. And I have only ever played Mercy is her name. And she basically keeps the team alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to play this other person, Moira. Moira. No. Yeah. But she is so sassy. Wow. Like she's so, she's so sassy. That's awesome. But instead of just saving them, she also can do damage. So that was kind of fun because I got to actually like play a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But then we decided because Katie and Nick came home from softball. So then we had enough for our team. So we decided we would get on and play competitively. And uh, I'm not good with her. (laughs) (laughs) I was fine against the little robots and. Right. Oh, no. Well, not against a real team. The only way you're going to get better is to play with her. So I switched back to Mercy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was right. like, I know what I'm doing with Mercy. I've played her plenty of times. Like, But you were also once new with Mercy. That's true. So don't, you know, don't, don't give in to your, your fears. You have to, you know, compete with Moira. What a I mean, great she, name. I know she is, but she's terrifying looking. Like she's real <laughs> scary looking. It's awesome. It's such a great name. I'd never heard it before. It is a great name. It reminds me of Schitt's Creek every time. Yep. And I was like cracking up laughing about something at Schitt's Creek the other day. I don't recall what it was though. On the sibling day, when they, when the, the Schitt's Creek Twitter for siblings day, I was like, you shut up. 
no, you shut up. No, you shut up. <laughs> it's one of my favorite scenes because it's when you really see them interact kind of for the first time. And Alexis is on her phone. Ah, Shit's Creek is such a great show. Every time I think of Shit's Creek, I think of the very first episode where... <laughs> Uh, Stevie's like, David, do you want to go to this like party with me? And he's like, no, I don't feel like being part of a hate crime tonight. So. <laughs> oh, it's so, so good. Um, yeah, I thought about watching reruns of that yesterday. Uh-huh. But I was reading when I was awake. And then I have been trying to work my way through Lucifer. Oh, okay. Because it is a good show. Yep. I've, I've started rewatching Letterkenny. And it's it's even, it's more funny, funnier. I think it's funnier. Okay. It's even funnier watching it again. And you kind of know more about everybody. And so you're watching them from the beginning. And you're seeing all these things that they did at the beginning. You know, that is hilarious. Like rewatching Shit's Creek has been mm-hmm. just as fun. Yeah. Yeah. Schitt's Creek has won a lot of um, awards in the last few weeks. Yeah. I noticed. Yeah. That's really cool. Which is kind of a bummer that, you know, they started getting all the recognition once the show was done. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure they probably knew that because they sold the show to Netflix. And that's when it started to get really popular. Right. But they had already decided that the sixth season was the last season Mm -hmm. when they sold the show to Netflix. So. Oh, you know. Yeah. No, and and I like that. I'm um, happy with where it ended, though. Me too. And I really like that, like, the BBC and Canada, they, they like, the office on the BBC, um, what's Ricky Gervais, knew he wanted to do two seasons, they call series, two series and a Christmas special. And that was going to be it. And, like, in the U.S., they don't, they don't do that. Like, if the show catches on, they'll keep doing it. Until yeah. it doesn't, until it's like run its course a million times and you've got like Johnny California on there. <laughs> so. Anyway. Uh, the office reruns are often on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. And I I do watch them sometimes like when I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Because I don't have Peacock. Um, so I don't watch it as often anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the episode where um, Dwight takes them will... <laughs> They want, like, pie, so Jim convinces Dwight that they can't be in the building anymore. So Dwight gets, like, this crazy bus for them to work in, but he still <laughs> takes them to get the pie. <laughs> Anyways, it's just it's so stupid, but it's so funny. One of my favorites is, um, oh, my gosh, I'm totally forgetting. Creed is the episode where it's the temp or whatever, and he's talking about Creed. He's like, he smells funny. A distinct old man smell. Yeah. And he's like, oh, it's the mung beans. <laughs> I grow them in my desk. And I'm like, what? I either Katie or Brian told me or I read it somewhere that Creed never had a written line in the show. Oh, my gosh. Really? They just wow. let him do. That is amazing. And whatever. that shows his talent. Yeah. I mean, we all know how freaking talented that man is. But that I mean, I didn't, I didn't know that. Like, yeah. I'm blown away that's yeah. awesome i think they gave him like one or two lines one time maybe that is so funny but he's so great i he's one of he's one of the best characters on the office it's pretty funny meredith is probably my least favorite but there are certain episodes that she's in where i'm like you're kind of funny dude she's she is also another actress that is so freaking talented because it is hard to be that cringy mm-hmm 
And she does it so well. And she delivers her lines like it's not shocking that she, you know, slept with 1500 people or whatever you know like the other day on twitter i saw this thing um that was all the bloopers of jim and dwight like mm-hmm. cracking up laughing at each other mm-hmm. that'd be fun there to watch. sometimes i don't know how they made it through i yeah apparently john krasinski's hardest episode to get through was the dinner party at jan and michael's house oh yeah they break the tv yes <laughs> that's the part where he they had to film it so many times because he couldn't handle it that's i love the um seinfeld episodes where they show the bloopers of where they're oh, just yeah. cracking each other up like those are ones where i'm like ugly crying laughing because i it's Oh man, that Seinfeld was such a good show. I had such a, a good show time about with it. nothing. Yeah, it was a show about nothing. Kind of like our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, our, our podcast is about all the things that make Fort Worth famous, and mostly us. <laughs> and mostly us. As it's turned out, we're the thing that's mostly famous about Fort Worth. <laughs> well, you know, people love us. <laughs> Hey, I have to tinkle. Okay. Oh, it's not me this time. (laughs) Nope. But take a shot, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. And in the right spot. Nice. I like it. So as I was running up the stairs to potty, um, I was thinking about tinkle shinkle. So as as a kid, I had a good friend named Clifton Shinkle. And his little brother was friends with Chris Robertson, they were best buds, was a notorious bedwetter, and they literally called him Tinkle Shinkle. That's horrible. Yeah. And so I always am like, I have to Tinkle Shinkle, but that's why, because of Clifton Shinkle's little brother. Yep. Kids are rotten. Right. But on to thanks for the memories. (laughs) I am dying. You gave me a taste. <laughs> you gave me a taste the other day, yesterday, I think it was, or the day before, probably the day before, of of some things that you're going to talk about today, and I have been on pins and needles. It's a wild tale. I cannot wait. A wild tale. Wait, I need to get comfortable. I'm, let me get my drink. <laughs> okay, go ahead, sweetheart. Okay. So let me start with the less wild part. Okay. Um, our listeners may recall that we were ending the episode last week and I was going to go on a date that night. <laughs> I didn't end up going on the date that night. I went the next night. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I went out with this guy from L.A. Mm-hmm. who just moved to Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. And so we went to Flying Saucer because he said that um, he like likes beer. Okay. So I was like, oh, well, I, I know that the beers at Flying Saucer are supposed to be really good. Right. And also, I wanted the pretzel. <laughs> the pretzel at the Flying Saucer is worth the trip. I mean. <laughs> it really is. In my head, I was like, you drink all the beer you want. I'm going to have this pretzel. Like. Right. It's going to be great. Yeah. Life is going to be good. Yeah. I'm going to drink my water. It's going to be fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we get there. Well, I get there and uh, uh, he was like, okay, do you want to order? And I'm like, let me be honest. I've been thinking about this pretzel all day. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Um, you know, like we get the pretzel and we're like talking and he's telling me about this. The situation in L.A. is pretty bad, I guess, right now. Like businesses are going out of business. Mm-hmm. The they homeless. can't open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Homelessness is like going crazy. So mm-hmm. everybody is basically like out. Mm-hmm. They're all trying to leave L.A. Gotcha. Um, so and then he was telling me about like moving and stuff. And then we obviously we started talking about sports and he's like. I don't know anything about football. And I was like, oh, (laughs) I I try to tell people growing up in California, football is not that big of a deal. Well, yeah, that's what I was like. You know what? I get it. Because when we moved here, I didn't really know anything. I mean, I knew enough. I knew enough to watch games with my dad. Right, right, right. And to like play with my dad. Yeah, but I didn't know. football fans, but like in high school as a sport or peewee football, I didn't even know they had peewee football until we moved here. Yeah. I don't think they have peewee football in California. I think you start playing like in high school <laughs> and you just start on the freshman team and work your way up. So, um, so we were talking about that. And then we were talking about like, he's like, how often do people who live in Fort Worth go to Dallas? And I was like, next to not, never. If you don't have to, I was like, and the same thing, like people from Dallas are not going to come to Fort Worth because they want to. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> They're just not going to. Yeah. Like people go to, to visit Daily Plaza. Yeah. You know, they do the touristy things in Dallas. but And there's like the big high end stores. But a lot of those are now moving to Fort Worth. Yeah. So you don't really have to go to Dallas for those anymore. Right. Because um, I know Lisa used to go shopping in Dallas a lot because they had the stores that she liked. But now the Gucci and Louis Vuitton, everything are here. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to go to Dallas. Yep. So. So um, anyways, we were. I thought it was going pretty good. Yeah. Then we get to um, the parking garage where I have parked. He didn't park in the parking garage. But I was like, "You, oh, it's okay. Like, you don't have to walk me all the way up to my car. Like, I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So this man just, like, attacked my face. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. And like, was it going that I well? I kind of knew he was gonna try. Like, I could tell. I could, t- you know, boys get that like look in their eyes. Oh my gosh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And so I knew at the table that he was thinking about. He was you. thinking about it, but I was like, I don't think I've really given off that vibe yet. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, anyways, we're walking to the car. We're literally standing at the bottom of the bank of elevators, you know, in that like clear thing. Yep. And so he like side hugs me and he's like, I had a great time. I was like, I did too. And then he like flips my body. <laughs> oh my God. And just like attacks my face. Holy shit. And I was like, I was so stunned. Plus, at that exact moment, these girls, like this group of girls, like cracking up laughing comes like through the door. Oh, thank God. Saved by the bell. So I, I in my head, I'm like, this is awkward. <laughs> like, everything he didn't about- stop kissing you? No. I mean, I did. I like. Right. Backed up. I'm uh, like, what yeah. is this movement I'm doing right here? <laughs> I did a little bit of a lean back <laughs> situation, but then like he was, he was like, okay, well, like we should hang out again. And I'm like, yeah, we can totally like hang out again. Um, but he's like, you're gonna have to pick the next thing again because I don't know what I'm doing in Fort Worth. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, like I want, like I think you should do it, and then like we'll see from there. Anyways, I texted him the other day, nothing. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. And I mean, I wasn't like dying to hang out with them again, but I just was like, hey, how's it going? Like, how is getting your stuff all here? Mm-hmm. Silence. Wow. I have to think it had to do with this elevator bank situation. <laughs> But because still, that was awfully presumptuous of him. Leading up to that, it had been going fairly well. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, ha- haven't people heard of saying, you know, I'd really like to give you a kiss goodnight, is that okay? Like, yeah. good grief. Anyways, it was wild, but... <laughs> like one of those alien face hugger thingies? <laughs> Just on you? Oh, it was it was wild. It was a wild experience. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Ugh. So... I'm glad you haven't heard from him. <laughs> Um, I was on, um, Tinder the other night because after I spoke with my grandmother on Easter, she assured me I could be somebody's second wife. That, that, that. (laughs) So, um, that's a problem for my therapist, I think. But, (laughs) um, so I was like on Tinder and I was just like scanning through and then I was like, wait a minute, I think I've come up with some theories about people on tinder okay so the first one is that if they're and we've talked about this if there's more than one person in the picture it is never it's never who i want it to be Mm -hmm. never who i want it to Mm -hmm. be um along those same lines short guys never want to disclose that they're short true like but for some reason for some reason the guys who are tall are like i'm six three if that matters to you first of all you know it matters yeah otherwise you wouldn't be putting it on there because obviously enough people have asked you how tall you like that's never a question that i ask but i usually always swipe right on the people who already have it listed Uh uh-huh because i am afraid that i'm gonna end up on a date with a guy who i'm like "Uh, i think you're short but i also am pretty good at judging based on because they always have a mirror like a bathroom mirror selfie so if you can line it up with where they're hitting the door you can figure out how tall they true. are true very true so um you can just kind of like line it up from there because the doors are universal height mm-hmm. um and then the third one and this is the one that i've been exploring lately the third one <laughs> is that um <laughs> bless you yeah <laughs> stupid allergies um is that guys who don't have anything on their profile or like half a face or something real vague like they are trying to exploit my daddy issues (laughs) (laughs) so i have been um a somewhat of a social experiment you may say to prove this man to prove this to myself so the other day I'm swiping through and I always swipe right on these like obscure profiles because I need to know. So (laughs) I match with this guy and we're talking and he's like, so you work at a fertility clinic? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And, uh, he's like, so what do you know about surrogacy? And I was like, interesting. I mean, I know enough about surrogacy. Like, Mm mm-hmm. Mom, tell me why this man wanted to proposition me to like basically carry his child because he is dead set on having a red haired, blue eyed baby (laughs) and believes that I have the genetic components to provide that for him. You do. However, that may not be what happens. Oh, well, that's what 
I said, I was like, so you know that we can't like guarantee that yet. Like we're pretty good at what we do. We've been wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the ability to select gene mutations and whether or not they're turned off and turned on, uh, has been ruled unethical. So right. we have not done that. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, Oh, what a weird, I mean, it was weird. It was very weird. Anyways, that is not the weirdest one that happened to me though. And, and, and let me tell you as one of three red haired siblings. So my sister has red hair green eyes and my brother and I have red hair brown eyes so the fact that I had a kid with red hair and blue eyes I'm stoked (laughs) (laughs) but I really did think he would have I thought well I thought anybody with red hair would have brown eyes that I that I made but But none of us got brown eyes not not a one of you (laughs) Uh, that's the thing I can't believe because brown eyes are dominant yeah and my mom had brown eyes my dad has blue eyes and I have Amber brown eyes. So it's nutty. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, gray, blue, green. I know. Weird. I know. (laughs) I know. Anyways, keep going. So that was not even the weirdest one. The weirdest one by far. On Tinder. On Tinder. Okay. So I'm, I'm swiping through. All this dude has is this picture of like a six pack. And I was like, Swipe. <laughs> That's my he, favorite flavor. He uh, sends me a message and he's like, hey, how's it going? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, hey, like, I'm just on my lunch break, like, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, like, we're just like chit chatting. And he's like, well, do you have um, Snapchat? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have Snapchat. Like, you can add me on there. It's not a big deal. So I immediately get um, like add on Snapchat. Okay. And then, uh, he sends me a message and he's like, Hey, what are you doing? And I was like, same thing I was doing five minutes ago, but I was trying not to get irritated. <laughs> so I was Still like, lunch. yeah, I was like, Oh, you know, just like my friends and I just got lunch, like blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, so, um, like we should probably exchange pictures so that we know that we're like real. And I was like, okay. And he's like, you can start. And I was like, odd but whatever so you took a picture of yourself at lunch uh i just sent one that i'd already had stored in the recess gotcha so um then he's like wow you're so pretty blah 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 and i was like thanks and i we had gotten back to work so i was like back at work and i saw that he was like messaging me and messaging me and messaging me but i just kind of like left it alone Mm mm-hmm when I tell you that I opened this Snapchat later. Oh, no. And saw this man's face. I literally, like, gasped <laughs> and immediately blocked him on Tinder and then unfriended him on Snapchat. What? What? I mean, I don't know what I was thinking in my head. Actually, okay. I do know what I was thinking it's one of two things when it's like an anonymous profile like that. It's either he is ugly or he is going to try to be like a sugar daddy situation. Oh, uh, he was not the sugar daddy situation. Oh no. <laughs> and I was like, um, <laughs> like, like, like really hideous. Like, <laughs> so, bad. and so I'm recounting this story to my siblings at game night. And I was like, 
he just like didn't have a jawline. <gasps> like, um, <laughs> sorry, Brian's like, you're telling me this is like Sid the Sloth a, happening? A weak, a weak chin. That's what that's called. I mean, it was. I, I was like, oh, but he had like this like facial hair, which I can't stand. Oh, but I was like. And then, like, there was a picture of the six-pack and then another picture of a six-pack and, a, like, a hint of. And I was like, nope. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, man. And man, I that's unfortunate because he was kind of giving me some creepy vibes. But I was like, I can't tell if I'm creeped out because I just, like, don't know much about you or mm-hmm. if... Um, like, I can't tell what the situation is. Mm-hmm. So, but I knew. I knew um, as soon as I was going to unfriend him on tin- on Snapchat that I needed to go handle the Tinder situation first. Because I needed to leave zero way of getting a hold of me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I immediately went in, blocked him on Tinder. And then I went in and blocked him on Snapchat. And I was like, no. Wow. Wow. Absolutely not. So, it did backfire against me. My <laughs> little social experiment. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh man. I was like, maybe I should stop playing with fire for like a little bit. <laughs> right? Right? That's that's a bummer. Dang. I was like, man, I should have known. So he was completely unfortunate. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. And I don't feel bad about saying that because that's not even like a slight exaggeration. That was a real hard truth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and here's one thing I've learned about myself, and um, I think you understand it about yourself as well. I am very superficial. Yeah. I'm yeah. a shallow bitch. Yeah. Like, I want somebody who is good looking. The thing is, your track record doesn't show it. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. I remember when I'm, and, and, and I wasn't going to name names. Oh, sorry. Oh, shit. <laughs> Can you block that out? Just, I don't know. what you Like, put a little ooh in there. <laughs> um but yeah oh man yeah boop boop that one (laughs) that was not even gonna be what i was gonna say right then it just came out um no but like i know that about myself Mm -hmm. i do Yeah. yeah and so normally i don't even entertain people that i wouldn't be like remotely attracted to um because like that that's a big deal anyway it was oh boy was it rough <laughs> and i just was like can't i can't do it I can't oh do man it. I can't do it. yeah no no well and at least you know that about yourself that you can't do it yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. i felt like i'd been catfished <laughs> <laughs> but i can't really say that i had been catfished because i really was going off of almost nothing yeah yeah. And you know, I was bamboozled. You were bamboozled for sure. <laughs> I was bamboozled. Yes, you were. You were bamboozled. But, you know, because a catfish situation seems like it goes on for a little bit longer. Yeah. Like I was even... once catfished for a while. Have I told you this story? No. Yeah. I was once catfished. Um, and so I added this man on Snapchat. We'd been talking on, I think, Tinder. And, uh, then I added him on Snapchat and we would mm-hmm. talk on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Like we would talk a lot, but then like he would send me pictures and stuff. So I, I knew it was him. Like mm-hmm. he would send me like what he was doing. 
And I was like, okay, whatever. Well, then one night, the truth comes out. What? What? That this boy was having his, like, hot uncle be the one talking to, like, sending me the pictures. But he was the one talking to me. Oh. And I was like, um, how old are you? Oh, my gosh. And he's like, I'm 18. And I was like, okay. Gotta go. Yeah, I was like, nope, I'm not, I'm not, mm -mm, not about it. Like, Mm -mm. and... I mean, really, we had only ever talked about, like, how's your day going? My day's fine. How's your day going? My day's fine. Like, it was nothing ever, like... Yeah. It was very superfluous. Yeah. But he was, like, saying something about really liking me, and I was, like... I knew. Like, something was, like... Mm-hmm. My spidey senses were tingling. Mm-hmm. And then he finally, like, fessed up to it. And I was, like... Oh, Dude. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Cannot believe this. Man. Yeah. No, that is the worst that I've ever been catfished. I have um, been tricked by pictures before, uh-huh. but I've never had like a, I've never been that tricked before. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Funny. So. Dude. Oh man. I, I'm I sorry. Know. Oh no, it's okay. I was just like, so <laughs> I was so thrown off by it, but like I, I, and I think I, I think I knew it in my bones because it took me a while to even open the Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I did it, I just was like, <gasps> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. It just was wild. Wild, wild. Did you did you like screenshot pictures? Like, oh, no. Dang it. I would have been traumatized. Those would have been in my phone for like days until you got here. Well, no. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Have we already talked about the hinge guys? Oh no. So yesterday, um, I decided that I was done pushing my luck on Tinder. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I should probably see like what all these hinge notifications are. So I get on hinge and I've got all these matches. And uh well I sent this one to the group chat yesterday because Okay, in one of the pictures, I'm wearing my t-shirt that says, I like football, and maybe like three people. Gotcha. But the way that my hair is on my, like, on my shoulder, it looks like it just says, like, I like foot. But you can tell that it's obviously, like, saying something else. Mm -hmm. Anyways, this guy responds, and he's like, I'm kind of indifferent to feet. (laughs) (laughs) So... I like screenshot it and sent it into the Discord. And I was like, another day, another weird thing said to be my somebody named Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> and my sweet cousin Kyle has been like, stop trying to talk to guys named Kyle. It's bad. Yeah, just, just stop it. <laughs> but I didn't try. Anyways, then I had another message that said, so there is a there's a picture of me in this very cute shirt. And like there's these prompts that you have to put or it's like a dress. And then anyways, there's these prompts that you have to put that's like captions for it. And so I had like cheekily put, don't show this to my mom. And that Mm -hmm. has a couple of times bit me in the butt. (laughs) But this one guy responds yesterday and he's like, um, he's like, well, don't you think your mom already knows what your butt looks like? And I was like so thrown by it that instead of just not matching with that person and being like, 
what a weird i responded and i was like what an odd thing to say (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh like i didn't think he was gonna respond because i mean i wouldn't that's all i put was what an odd thing to say and so he responds back and he's like well like it's kind of weird that you chose that as the caption because surely you wouldn't put a picture on here that you wouldn't be okay with your mom seeing. And I was like, (laughs) surely I would. (laughs) I was like, I actually would post a lot of pictures that I would not be okay with my parents seeing on both Snapchat and Hinge. So like, um, I was like, in my head, I was thinking, no, like you have seen this video clip and it's nothing scandalous. I mean, my butt just looks real good. Yeah. But, like, really, the caption options are terrible, and you can't, like, write your own in, so. Yeah. So, that's funny. Yeah. So, it is, like, I was, like, uh, it's a little just, like, tongue-in-cheek thing, because, like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Right. No. He was, like, well, what? anyways, I unmatched him before <laughs> I said something stupid. But the one, the one that I was, like, teetering on responding to <laughs> yesterday, mm-hmm. and then I haven't done it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, one of the things, because on Hinge, you put the prompts in the pictures, Right. Right. So one of them is, what is your irrational fear? And instead of putting my real irrational fear, which is the car wash, I put um, parallel parking. And that I would like literally rather park an obscene distance from where I need to be than have to parallel park. Mm -hmm. And usually that gets one of two responses. Either somebody is in agreement with me or (laughs) I'll teach you. Yeah. So I got this one yesterday that said, "Um, it ain't that hard. I'll teach you. And I was like, well, I've got time today. So I almost like went in and was like, it is not that I cannot do it. This is the part that I like want to put. Maybe I should put it as the disclaimer. I don't need you to teach me. I can do it. I don't want to do it. Right. It's called an irrational fear, not an I will not do that. Right. (laughs) Yes. I was like, I just don't want to. I don't need you to offer to teach me how to do it. I know how to do it. Right? Anyways, I was, so I haven't responded because I haven't decided that I care. But I almost, when I was on my roll yesterday, I almost was like, I don't need you to teach me. Right? (laughs) Duh. And if I was going to be like, oh my God, yes, teach me. You're going to have to be real hot. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. Look at that. I don't know how to install my own windshield wipers. Hey. <laughs> I don't even know where to go look for them. Yeah, where does one buy windshield where, wipers? Where do I get windshield wipers at? I forgot the red flags versus steel breakers jar, just like you said I would. Uh-huh. Um, so, so what are you doing? I'm I'm getting the um, would you rathers. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. Hi, everybody. <laughs> um, Yeah. No, that you predicted accurately. I knew it. You will see it again, just not this time. I can't believe we're not going to play Red Flags versus Deal Breakers. I mean, I could make up some in my head right now <laughs> if you'd like me to. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. You have the list on your I phone. I have the list on my phone. Okay, hold on. Sorry, everybody. Just just, just a minute. <laughs> How do I get to it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm lost. Um... Google Drive, Mammal Fest, Red Flags versus Deal Breakers. Woohoo. Okay. Let's see. Um Hey, look at me. I got like right to it. Nice. 
Okay. <clears throat> this seems like a, a Dustin one. All right. Um, any guy that constantly name drops, especially with local celebrities. <laughs> I think I'd laugh in their face. <laughs> Much as you did just now. Can you imagine being out with someone and he's like, blah, 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 blah. And I was hanging out with Sammy Kidd last night. <laughs> Do you know him? So here's, here's the funny thing. I know a woman who does this and it irritates the crap out of me. I don't like it. And so I don't, I think if a, a dude did it, it would at the very least be like a, a red flag because I would think, do you not think that you're cool enough on your own that you have to tell me about all the cool people that you hang out with? Or I, or it could be a deal breaker if like that's your claim to fame is you know Fort that's, Worth that's famous my people. claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm famous by association. <laughs> um, uh, no, I that would be a deal breaker for me because it would just... I wouldn't be able to take him seriously. Yeah. I just would be laughing constantly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If there are rhinestones anywhere on his jeans. Uh, I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. No, this is not 2009. We're not wearing Ed Hardy anymore. We're not wearing buckle pants anymore. We're not doing it. Yeah. Do you, do you yourself own any blinged out jeans anymore? No. Yeah. Me neither. I used to. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I had some real cute ones. I had some very cute ones that were blinged out. Mm-hmm. I even had blinged out like shorts for a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even down with What's the hard thick pass? stitching anymore. Like, you know, that oh, was the right. other part of it is yeah, they had like real thick, thick white stitching. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Would not be okay with that. Yeah. Um. Um, no. Um, I, did we, did we talk about this one? Does not vote or cares nothing about local or national politics? I don't think we've talked about that. And that would indeed be a deal breaker for me. I agree. That would be a deal breaker for me as well. Yeah. Because you have to care about what's happening in your city. Speaking of May 1st, mayoral elections, along with some other school board, et cetera, things happening. Councilman. Yep. District five for me. Hoping to get Gina Bivens out of there. So the District 9 council race is amazing. Yeah. There are a lot of people in there. Are you District 9? I have no idea. District 7? I can't remember. And it's hard to figure out your council district. I think I am District 9. Okay. Um, The amount of people. But Mm -hmm. vote for Jordan Mims if you you get in there. If you don't know anything about any of the people running. One of my friends is running. Oh, okay. Jordan Mims, though, has has got a great has great ideas about what he would like to do for District Nine. And some of the other people in District Nine have been involved in some very scandalous activity. <gasps> yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. So um anyway, yeah, local politics. Oh, just kidding. He's running for District Six. Oh, okay. So if you're in District Nine, Jordan Mims, he's a good dude. If you're in District Six, my friend Dr. Jared Williams is very good as well. Awesome. Awesome. There's a guy in my district. I've, I've kind of read about everybody, but the, the name that I'm remembering is Velasquez. And I really like him. And I, I will vote for him. He's nice. pretty good. Yeah. 
Uh, did I tell you that I did a, um, a political survey the other day on the phone? Did no. the, do, do this whole survey. And it is from one of these candidates for mayor. No, not for mayor. One of the candidates for the Senate or the House, whoever. There's like a, a House race or a Senate race or something that's also happening. And um, it's one of these candidates. It's, it's her survey. But um, anyways, we get through the whole thing. And the gal says, okay, I just want to verify that I'm speaking with Cicely Anderson. And I was like, ah! Oh! <laughs> I, I mean, like, we'd spent like 10 minutes on the phone together. We'd developed a relationship. And Did you it, just say yes? I said, no, this is her mom, Susan Anderson. And so anyway, as she said, it still counts. So. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <clears throat> um. All right. Uh, overly religious. Oh, I think we've maybe touched on this a little bit. I'm out on the overly religious. No, no, I'm not. I'm not totally out on the overly religious. I am. Um, I want you to do your thing, mm -hmm. but I don't want to be involved. Yeah. And I don't want you to judge me for doing my thing. And, and sometimes that happens with the overly religious. Yeah. But I do love it though. When you see like two religions, like cohabitating and coexisting really well, you know, like Judaism and traditional Christianity, <clears throat> that's always a nice thing. I think that overly religious, I might actually be out on. I, I, I've been tainted. I don't, I don't like it. Um, this one's cute. Where's plaid? Um, no, I'm out on where's plaid. What? That's a deal breaker for you? Yeah. Where's plaid? Mm -hmm. Really? What yeah. about pearl snaps? What about plaid pearl snaps? No, I'm out on that too. What? Are you kidding me? Don't tell me it's because I made you wear plaid as a kid. <laughs> no. No. Um, Is here's it too dude bro? I don't think it's dude bro enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> you like t-shirts and backwards hats. I know. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> let, come, come on now. Let's talk about the kinds of guys that I like and the kinds of guys that I don't like. And mostly the guys that are going to wear pearl snap t-shirts are not really in the They're guys I like. Pearl snap button ups are not really the kind of guys that I'm into. I love a good pearl snap and I love plaid. I love a good pearl snap on a select few people and they know who they are. Okay. But if I just were out and about and some man approached me in a plaid pearl snap t-shirt, I would be like, <laughs> it's not a t-shirt. Whatever. I probably look down at his shoes and if he's wearing boots, he's for real out. If he's wearing chucks, he's borderline out and then the words that come out of his mouth are going to be what changes that all wow i am shocked you are uh, well yeah considering that i mean one of brian's favorite shirts is plaid i said there are some people that i don't mind wearing plaid okay all right i don't want to be seen with anybody wearing plaid <laughs> i don't want to be seen wow Wow. I don't want you to think that we're going out for a date night and you come out in a plaid t plaid <laughs> shirt of some kind that I'm going to be a like. A flannel? A plaid flannel? No? You're not grunge from the 90s? No. no. You're you're, not, you're out. I'm out. Man. I had a boyfriend when I was in high school 
his name is Louis, and he wore plaid flannels every day and a t-shirt underneath them. Yeah, no, I can't get behind it. Mm -hmm. No, I'm I'm a fan. I'm a fan of especially flannels, but pearl snaps I'm all right with too. Wild. Yeah, but I'm a fan. Well, that was five. Oh, that was so quick. Yeah. (laughs) They always talk about their glory years in college or high school. (laughs) a gal bundy um if those are your glory years i mean you've done a lot as an adult i mean if that was the best years of your life like there's so many people that are like i wish i could go back to high school no i don't yeah i mean high school was fun but i don't ever wish i was back in high school right yeah no i had a blast in high school And even, like, I had fun in college, but I don't ever wish I was back in college, like. Right. Yeah, those were not the best years of my life. The best years of my life have literally been, like, the last, I don't know, three. (laughs) Interesting. No. Every year has been, like, really the best year of my life, for real. Um, Okay, there was a couple that weren't the best years of my life. But, you know, if, if if, if you're going all the way back to high school or college, as, you know, that was the best time. Mm-mm. Yeah, you're not doing something right as an adult. As an adult, if your mm-hmm. best years were the years you had very little responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know that did go kind of fast, but um, before we wrap up, um, music minute. There's been some music lately. There's been some music lately. I have been lucky enough to catch some shows. There's some going on right this moment. Yep. I think I am going to pop over there um, after this and visit with some friends of ours. Um, And my sister. And your sister. But last night I went to Lola's to go see the Lords because I haven't seen them in a week. It's been too long. And they went to go see the Go-Go Rillas. And two other bands called King Clam and Kling, King Clam and King Booty, unrelated bands, but sounds like they would be related. Um. Anyway, so I had first gone to the Grackle to support my my dear friend Mandy Hand, and head over to Lola's. I missed the Go-Go Rillas completely. I made it for the last song of King Clam. And we're sitting up front and I am focused on the Lords because I have got a lot to talk to them about and they have a lot to talk to me about because congratulations to the Lords. They just bought their house. And so they've been buying appliances and they're cracking up because they are, um, they're just, throwing away so much stuff which cracks me up like Diana's like I've lived here for nine years and she's like you'd think I would have been throwing things away over the nine years oh no I had to buy the house and then I'm like I'm throwing it all away (laughs) and I it just made me giggle so we're having this like really fun conversation and then all of the sudden I hear this voice and my entire demeanor shifted and Jeffrey Lord was like, let's just get up and, and walk away from here and go sit someplace else. Because I, I got a, a beer when I got there and I was drinking it. Well, a sour. You know, I mean, it's still a beer. But anyway, um, this band had a musician in it 
from Arlington who got in big trouble for um, grooming girls in the music scene in Arlington. And by grooming girls, I mean like he, he was... I think we need to tread lightly here. Yeah. So anyway, I was very upset. <laughs> and when we were leaving... I didn't even I didn't even finish my beer. But when we were leaving, I walked up to Dan and I was like, I absolutely do not want this band to get any of my money. And I was like, and he's like, why? And I was like, this dude should not be playing in Fort Worth, shouldn't be playing in Arlington, shouldn't be playing anywhere. And I mean, I understand he can, he's allowed to. But I'm I'm not going to support him. I'm not. I do not want him to get any of my money. And Jeff and Diana were like, "Yeah, we don't want him to get any of ours either." (laughs) So, yeah, he was like, "Oh my gosh, you should go tell Brian." So I messaged Brian. So, ooh, I was upset. I was heated. Heated. Do I know this person? Would I have been heated? Yes. Okay, I figured. Yeah. I figured that's who we were talking about. Yeah. 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 Jeff, <laughs> poor Jeff. He was, he kept apologizing to me. He's like, you know, I saw him here and I thought, you know, he's like, I really didn't think anything of it. He's like, I, I thought, oh, he's just here for the music. It's really weird that he's here, but you know, he's here. And I was like, I was angry. I was really angry. <laughs> So, oh boy, I'm going to go have some fun with some music this afternoon. Yeah. And um go see some of our pals and my little cute little daughter. She's so cute. She's texting me earlier cuz she wanted to go someplace to eat before she met up with everybody and every place she wanted to go was closed. Mm-hmm. Like and she was like, you know, this the um food truck park and I was like I don't even know if that food truck park is in existence anymore that one that was behind the target oh yeah um and then she's like what was that really good burger place and I was like Shaw's and she and somehow Shaw's wasn't open which is weird and then she was like well I don't know what to do like everything's closed and I was I told her to try fixture because fixture I think stays open all day on Sunday and then I know a lot of places they do brunch and then they close and then they open again for dinner Mm -hmm. um but and then she said that they were going to try salsa limon, which actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. So, anywho, um, I'm trying to think if any shows are coming up that I can. I know off the top of my head. Oh, I mean, this won't be up then. But tomorrow night, Tommy Luke's playing at Tulips. Oh, that would be fun. That would be. We just did a show with Denver the other night. Yeah. But I think this was just Tommy. Okay. Yeah, and you know, supporting Tommy's always a good thing. So, to- I mean, do you call him Tommy, or do you call him Tommy Luke, or do you call him Luke? I typically, <laughs> I typically call him Luke. Yeah. I don't normally call him anything, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did get the invite about it. Tommy Luke's playing in tulips. Um, um, and then, of course, our friends in the Jet Noise have their show next weekend. Is it next weekend or the weekend after? I don't know. It's the twenty fourth. That's. The weekend after. Mm, and um, I can't think of anything else. I know that stuff's coming up, though. Keep an eye out. Tulips is doing shows. Tulips They're, is doing shows. Lola's. Mass is doing shows. Mm-hmm. Lola's is doing shows. Yeah. So, and like the one at Mass today, they're doing it outside. 
which is, I, I love it that venues are doing stuff outside. It just makes me happy. And then, or like Tulips, their they're places open, they're keeping it limited. It's, it's a good deal. So, but all right, let's get out of here. Okay. Love you. Mean it. Bye.